things over mail, especially like any government forms, irritates the fuck out of me. Because I'm like, you realize that you guys can literally send something digitally now instead of me waiting 10 days for it to arrive in the mail. Sometimes it doesn't even ha- arrive in the mail. Hackers. Yes. Hacksers are us. Hacksers. Yeah. You can never be sure. You can never tell. Well, what did you send into the group chat? I, the, the photo. He told me to send it to him in like five different ways. He, he only asked for it one time. Well, the mail's on the way. I already did that. Oh, good. That's the one we're going to use. <laughs> yeah, that one. Especially if it rains on it. Yeah, yeah. ooh. And just like water spots all over it. Yeah, like weird, discolored, like yellow, like purplish throughout the you know picture. And there's already a problem, or there was already a problem with the printer, so like... Like, like cut one stripes. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that because in a depressing part of this joke, a lot of my childhood photos from when I was seven years old and younger... That happened to all of them because they got wet from the flood. So there's just oh. random childhood f- photos of me that are just like warped and yellow and pink and purple. Oh. Classic. We didn't need those anyway. <laughs> we don't need to see what Chris looks like when he was younger. We just know that he came from a test tube. So Your family memories? <clears throat> I'll pass. Mops. I mean, Not important. I can imagine you were a child at one time. And then I still had a receding hairline. Yeah, like all the way back here. Yeah. Where the headphones start. Oh, no. I just pulled a thread out of my new socks. Send it back. I can. These are Bombas. They go right back. Be like, hey, look, this is broken. Give me a new one. All right. Cheers to that. (laughs) Are we recording it? Yeah. Oh, welcome to our podcast. I'm glad that we're recording now. Mmm. <laughs> it was cherry juice. Poison. Don't, don't, you, don't you fucking do that. I haven't done that in a while. I felt like a like good being, throwback was necessary. Like being a bitch. I'm always a bitch. What, what am I doing tomorrow? Being a bitch. Well. Anyways. um, You know what I'm doing tomorrow? I'm going to watch a scary movie. Ooh, are you going to go see Conjuring? Comes out on um, one of the platforms tomorrow. Oh, does it? Uh-huh. So you don't have to go anywhere. Uh-huh. You can do it here. Uh-huh. Are you going to watch it? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So why did you say you're going somewhere? I, I said you know what I'm going to do. Oh, going to do. Not like going, but like you're going to do it. Okay, yeah. all right. I got you. Um, I get okay. to watch mm-hmm. two new releases tomorrow. One of them is not absolute, actually a new release. Is it Cruella? No. No. It's Raya the Last Dragon Aww, or whatever. I heard that that's cute. I also heard uh, that people hated it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, it's free on Disney Plus after tomorrow. Apparently oh. you've been able to pay money to see it. At oh, yes. $30. And I, somebody's been asking me for months mm-hmm. to watch it. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't come out until June the 4th. And that's when you can watch it, okay? Yeah, the, the whole Disney Plus doing uh, movies... Um, for 30 bucks, I'm like, no. I mean, for a family of four going yes. to the movies, it makes sense. probably a good deal. Yes. For me, myself, and I trying to watch fucking anything, I don't care. I mean, if I'm spending, uh, how much are movies nowadays? $10? Like 12 bucks. <laughs> how much is a banana? $10? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Very much that energy right now. <laughs> How much do you think a movie is? You think it's ten bucks? Uh, I think it's twelve. 
I like at AMC. 12. I think it's for adult ticket is twelve. I'm gonna Google it. I think some matinees it can be ten, but I think it's normally twelve. What is your movie theater? I go to the one that's on uh, I ten and uh, six ten essentially. The one that the uh, uh, Edwards Marquee thing is what it's called. Oh. Um, we always went to the one downtown, the AMC eight. Oh, the fancy one. That's not that fancy. What? Which one am I thinking of? The one that's There's like one. in the theater district? Uh-huh. That's kind of fancy. I mean, it's still at AMC. It's fucking more fancy than <laughs> the marquee. They still have mice. They all have mice. They're all eating the little popcorn kernels. Mm-hmm. And they all smell like someone pissed, vomited, and came all at the same time. Yeah, that like really sweet, delicious <laughs> <Yeah>. smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know exactly Ooh, what you're that talking just, about. Like, the smell... Just- do you ever just smell sticky? <laughs> you just smells. Like. I don't know how to describe it. It just smells sticky. <laughs> That's that. Also, the leather chairs are just sticky. Pleather chairs. Not even pleather. The um, the velvet chairs. They're like... Uh, they always just feel moist. They are. <laughs> they definitely are. They 100% are. No matter how long they've dried out, they're still moist. <laughs> That's how they make them. Yes. <laughs> just when they make them, they're like, ah, oh, no. Can you make these stickier? I just need to. I want them to come sticky already. Come sticky. I want them to arrive sticky already, mm-hmm. uh, just so people don't no, have to worry. Come Go sticky. The other way. Yeah, I like that one better. <laughs> they have to have sticky come, and that's how we want them installed. <laughs> that is definitely why. That makes sense. Uh, but yes, honestly, it does make sense for does make sense for um, a uh, family. We were right. Twelve dollars? Not quite. Well, with taxes, yes. Eleven sixty nine. Oh, okay. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Nice. Movie theater. Nice. Back row. Nice. Did you ever do anything like that in movie theater? Mm-mm. You have. <laughs> Why the fuck Judged would I? By your silence. <laughs> Why the fuck would I fuck in a movie theater? Nowhere else to go. No pickup trucks nearby to slide under. <laughs> to slide under. That was one time. What about <laughs> drinking rainwater out of a dumpster? Have you done that? No. Oh. Have I done that? Yeah. When did I do that? <laughs> That's when I got strep this week. I wanted to tell you. <laughs> water is not filtered. It's supplied by a dumpster. By a dumpster. Rainwater. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do anything... Anything around dumpsters. Um, yeah, only because there's no dumpsters near the Eagle. There's the one that's behind George. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's... You can't get behind it. Bet. <laughs> you have to go to um, Old South Beach. Ooh. And climb those fences. Yes. And just get over there in their dusty and dry A rock. lot of people have gone back there. Mm. I don't even think that people have to be near these dumpsters to have sex. I think that they they're just doing it in the parking lot between oh, no, South Beach and yeah, JR. Yeah, they one hundred percent are. But I want them to go near the. Dumpsters. Do you ever walk by that parking lot and think it just smells like piss and cum and vomit and cum and vomit? It smells. <laughs> it's like, it smells like AMC movie theater. <laughs> 
It smells so sweet. This is sponsored. Yes. <laughs> By AMC Theater. Nobody would Buy their stock because it's expensive right now. <laughs> hey, some guy I read, he put in like $13,000 and now has like $800,000. Oh, yeah. Because if you bought it back whenever it was still, because I bought it whenever it was like on the high at the time. And I should have kept my stock because I bought it at like what? four dollars a stock and i think i spent like 25 dollars or something like that on it so if it went all the way up to 74 bitch i could have made some chunk of change off that not a lot but i mean it's something Mm. anyways um how did we oh we're still talking about disney plus (laughs) um because the first one they tried it with was the uh the uh the the uh a star wars movie no they did it with the the uh mulan oh mulan <laughs> mulan and i was like this is the stupidest concept ever but then all these people were like yeah i love it i'm like no stupid but also unless i'm getting like a bunch of my friends together and watching it at my house my then house. <laughs> and once you buy it do you have it like no forever? you don't you only get to watch it once. i think it's one of those situations where you only get to watch it like uh for like a 24 hour period or 12 hour period or something like that oh it's no, really stupid no, 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 no. i do not like that Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, what's the what's the fucking point of this? Because then if you cancel your Disney subscription, even if you did have it and you cancel your Disney subscription, you still don't have it. That's why you I'm like, like, buy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, no, no. So that's why I'm I'm not a fan of that. Also, I'm not a fan of the whole streaming services idea just because owning things doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> you don't own anything. You have access to everything. You don't own anything. Um and it makes me wonder where all the uh, all your iTunes songs <laughs> went whenever iTunes went away and just became Apple Music. Because you no longer own those songs anymore. I never bought so- songs. We did. Never bought songs. We did. I ripped them off the internet. I, I did that. It's illegal. <laughs> That's illegal. That. I, did th- I am owning up to my crimes and you should I not do lime that. I'm liar. <laughs> I don't know where the files are now, so I don't have them anymore, so it's not illegal anymore. Yeah. Because I don't have them. They don't exist. I don't I don't know. So this these. is a false confession. You guys have nothing. <laughs> you have nothing on me. Um, They're coming for me. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Hi, this no, is not, e- not even like a knock, 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 pounding. Boom, boom, boom. You've been doxxed. <laughs> what? How? Oh, I've never given my personal information away. <laughs> Except I on this in podcast. One, in a house on this street. Every single time. And the, the number is... is... <laughs> the, the house number is... What? It's kind of crazy because my house number doesn't even start with the number. It's an ampersand. Oh, that's good. And then it's like It's really just like a Twitter username. Yeah. <laughs> At Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I love that. Huh? Are you texting oh. on our podcast? Well, my friend sent me this this thing, a like very very official thing, and I was like, um, "Honey, am I being censored? <laughs> what is happening? I do not need this right now." Um, she got a her certificate for official uh, opening of her new business. She's what? going to be doing uh, counseling business. So, good work. How fun is that, Marsha? Is it Marsha? Monica. Monica. I was really close. You were. Marsha and Monica was very close. Tell her to change your name so I was I get closer. Uh, I'm going to say Spencer called you Marsha. Not really. Okay. Um, yes, I was texting on this podcast, but it was for something very important. Well, you hear that? Move your it's, it's sending phone. it. It's sending it. It's yeah, sending. Move Beaming up. 
fucking phone. It's beaming. Have you listened to Nicki Minaj's new album? Uh, no. Of her old songs? Are you are you a Barb? Oh, I've been a Barb. Oh. Oh. My Facebook from when I created it after my, MySpace died, and I just said, oh, finally get a Facebook in um, 2009. my freshman year of uh, high school. 2006. Five. Five. 2006 was my freshman year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I listed as <clears throat> some of my liked artists... Nicki Minaj. Oh, uh, I don't so, think I even knew who she was at that time. I've been a Barb. Okay. I've been a Barb. Uh, well, I'm Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Harajuku Barbie. I did not like uh, Lady Gaga in high school, and now I do. So what does that make me? Uh, uh, in the closet. Oh, shit, <laughs> okay, let's go back. Oh, I'm going to beep it. Megan? Yeah. You know what our fans really enjoy is the continuity and, like, the seamlessness and keeping up with everything that all of our chirps and things that I put in to bleep out stuff are exactly the same every time. Yeah. And they also just listen to our podcast regardless of whatever the fuck we do. Yeah. Because that's the point of this podcast. And not your... No, that's it. didn't fit there. Because my house... <laughs> my house. Um, it's we, my house. And not you need to qualify this podcast. Because you were absent last week. Oh. It's your fault entirely. I, it was only my fault and no one else's fault exactly. at all. Exactly. exactly. Not a single other person was exactly. involved in the making of last week's podcast. Uh, I would say, I would venture to say un- debacle. The unraveling. It was really a debacle. I'm going to be canceled for this. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. But, it wouldn't. Um, but I think th- you owe everyone an apology. <sighs> Okay, this is my moment. You ready? Uh, set up the press more release. Tears. More tears. Let's, hold on. Set up the press release and I'll put the eye drops in. Yeah, I want I want um, YouTube circa 2017 cancellations apology video. Okay, I'm James Charles. You ready? I did not sleep with that boy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so I made out with a lot of people last weekend thousands thousands of people and then i got strep throat and then i came here on tuesday night and felt fine and then spencer got me really sick and that night i felt like death no 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 because this is it's kind of a transferring of blame to me and i have no blame oh i was just saying that i was here on tuesday night yeah and i'm not feeling very well right now good i'm on antibiotics (laughs) Please welcome to say to make lots and lots of noise for antibiotics. Anyways, it's been two years, so we deserve a one-week hiatus. 105 episodes, and this is the first week that we actually didn't put out content. <laughs> content. content. Well, technically Spencer did. Um, uh, yeah, well, I just was said, it... Chris is in here. He fucked everything up. Here's five commercials. <laughs> I love that. Uh, no, what really happened was, I mean, I was feeling under the weather, but we had done some research on um, on some small topics because we were going to have a guest star, uh, and our guest star could not make it, so that's fine. Uh, but we did not have the time to um, write, full stories. write full stories for everyone, so we thought that it was better that, one, since I was under the weather, and then, two, since we didn't have the time, instead of just pulling some shitty episode out of our asses, to just go ahead and take a small break. So... Here we are to give you the next level, episode 107. <laughs> so I also 
Um, I still have my little bitty story from last week from what we were going to do. You're going to tell it again? I could do two topics if you, Ooh. if you please. If you think that it's going to be short enough, sh- or too, too short, if you think your, your topic's going to be too short. What am um, I saying? One is one page and the other one is a, a page and a half. So, I so you got to do two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two A twofer. Two podcasts. I don't have anything to say about that. I hope he gets help. <laughs> He's still He's alive. dead. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. I've He's still alive. There are. Alive. There are. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. You know who likes conspiracy theories? Uh, us? Yes. But also Aaron. Aaron? <laughs> but he, he thinks, he doesn't believe all, like, all of the stupid ones, like the Republicans do. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but he does Ooh, believe he, he does believe some uh, really dumb ones, and I'm like lizard people. I don't know some of the things he just like because he's always just like don't believe everything you hear, and I'm like <laughs> just massive eye roll. Like what the fuck? I, I learned know. of a new um, uh, search engine that is politically driven, but it takes bias out of things. Okay, so you're like are. Are vaccinations the reason that my child is gay? Yes. It'll say, well, your child no evidence is, about this. Your child is gay because you just, you're, you're gay. People are gay. People, people be gay. Keep People be gay. Quinta His house Brunson. is gay. Quinta Brunson. Who? Oh, Quinta, yes. People be, be gay. People be gay. Uh, yeah. Gay rights. Charlie XCX says that a lot. Oh. <sighs> Who uh, else said that? I would Didn't love to wish everyone a happy said? pride. Everyone at the LGBTQ community center. Oh my god, I saw <laughs> at the community center. Um, I saw a uh, a talk talk recently, um, and it was a man whose mom is uh, Puerto Rican, so he's Puerto Rican too. But his mom is uh, like f- from Puerto Rican and extra, um, and she just like kept on wishing him a uh, los GBDs. Happy Los GBDs. And uh, he was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. And she's like, oh, it's just, you know, full of happiness and like excitement and just love is the season of love. And he's like, she's like, Los GBDs, Los GBDs. Just kept on going on. Los GBDs. And then, so finally he was like, explain. And she goes like that, like, LGBT, but like L being Los. (laughs) Los (laughs) So Los GBDs. (laughs) <laughs> the gay by trends. <laughs> Los Chipitis. I saw one, um, which also something we have to cancel. Uh, this family, um, apparently, so it's the mom and then the brother and sister. And so the mom comes in, in the kitchen and she's like, she's talking to the sister. She's like, why do you do that? Why, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? She's like, I'm eating, mom. And she's like, how dare you? How dare you eat that? And she's like, what? It's chicken. And she's like, how dare you eat that? That ch- The Chick-fil-A, your brother is gay. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> your brother's gay. And she, like, slaps out of her hand or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That was good. That That's allyship. That's the allyship that we need in this world. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Those gays out there eating the Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What the fuck are you doing, you that's, dumb bitch? That's called privilege. Privilege. It's idiotic. Yes. Privilege, honey. Privilege. Uh, also, it's not that good. It's a waste. No, also, the the arguments that I get from it are like, oh, it just has so much taste. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I can make something it's better in my white kitchen. people chicken. Exactly. I can make something better in my chicken. All you got, you have made better chicken. I've had it before because you use the same pickle juice marinade that they do. So, 
<laughs> no. Um, absolutely not. That's not even an argument. And then people are like, but they're waffle fries. Bitch, there's waffle fries on the market. Waffle fries are stupid. They're stupid. You can also make them your fucking self. Do it. You can either make them yourself or you can buy the frozen ones in the frozen food aisle that are also not Chick-fil-A brand. So I don't understand waffle fries. It's just a shape. It's still a fry. They have nothing different. Or then there's the, also the argument that are like, we're never going to be able to not uh, not support you know, some brand that, uh, you know, is anti-LGBT. You anti -LGBT. a fast food restaurant. Exactly. There's a million choices on fast food. There's Maybe a million choices on chicken sandwiches. The energy company that you have to buy energy from. Energy support, transfer, yeah. You'll have to buy them. Exactly. That one you have to do. You don't have to buy fried chicken. Or Barilla Pasta. Like, I mean, there's plenty of... Is Barilla Pasta against the gays? Oh, yeah. That was a big thing, like, a while ago. Well, I don't buy their pasta anyway. But I only buy the HB Pasta. Uh, I'll buy or Skinner I make my sometimes. own. Shut the fuck up. Skinner is H E B pasta. No, it isn't. Isn't it H E B brand? Uh -uh. Oh. H E B brand is like ten cents cheaper. Well, then I get H E B brand. Well, I would normally, but sometimes they don't have the noodles I want. Mm. So I'm like, I can't have thick spaghetti. I need thin spaghetti. Oh my god. I need angel hair. I actually hate thin spaghetti just because cooking it is always a fucking nightmare. They all just stick together. Um, I've never had that problem. Mm. Sounds like you just need to improve your skills. Uh, so <laughs> I make my own pasta now, bitch. <laughs> well, well, and I'm going to make my own pasta on Saturday. We're going to either do uh, tortellini, or we're going to do bow tie, or we're going to do both. I think I might do both just for fun. Do both, yeah. Do tortellini though for sure. The girls are like fucking wild and out. Yeah, wild and out for tortellini. Yeah. I think I can make tortellini. That I'll, I'll have to bring some over. Because uh, uh, what would you stuff it with? Um, I probably do some. I don't like tortellini that don't have flavor inside of them. So I'd probably do some like cheese because some people don't like sausage inside their um, tortellini. Oh, I would like a sausage. Me. I like sausage, but I don't really like sausage. Uh, I don't like Italian sausage very much. Uh, uh, so unless uh, it's fine. Um, well, I'm just telling you. Okay. I had a really good recipe for my raviolis, and I really wish Did that it they involve Italian dressing. No, but also they take a lot of time, a lot more time than I ever realized. Um, but the ravioli, the ravioli flavor. Somebody hit your car. That's what I was like. It sounded like that truck, and I was like, "Fuck!" If that fucking fucker. And let me just tell you something, Chris. You know. Uh, nobody's coming over or leaving at the times that you're coming over for a podcast, so you can park in the driveway. I could. I would just have this, like, illegitimate fear that Thomas would be like, I need to leave. And I'm like... And then we could pause, and you could move your car very quickly. I could do that. So, uh... Don't... I just don't like pe parking in people's driveways, because I like to be respectful. Well... I have to look at your car, so that's... Look at how fucked up it looks. Anyways, um, so I think for the tortellini, I would probably do, like... Because um, ricotta normally goes inside of it, right? Ricotta, ricotta and mozzarella? Those three cheeses. So ricotta and, like... Mozzarella. Parmesan and yeah, parmesan. Mozzarella. Yeah. Um, I would probably do, um, like, a garlic chive mix. Doesn't that sound kind of good? I think that sounds kind of good. Yeah, I think that would be a good combo because I just recently made a garlic chive butter. It's not as fancy. Are you growing your own chives? No, I'm growing my own cilantro. Oh, uh... you know my ivy plant that I had for a year and a half? It died. I killed it. How did you so, kill it? I don't know. 
It just randomly was like, oh, I'm done. Well, after Mother's Day, I cooked a lot of fried chicken in an air fryer, and it was fairly close to the ivy. You so think I it got think, hot? I don't think it got hot, per se, but maybe it got oily? Hmm. But it is definitely dead as fuck. Hmm. So. Interesting. Also, my um, aunt-in-law? Mm-hmm. keeps giving us a bunch of plants and i'm like don't stop i'm gonna kill it <laughs> <laughs> they'll all die <laughs> and she's like you just gotta water it a couple times so like this plant is gonna die you're sending it to a graveyard well my garden See, doing amazing <laughs> shut the fuck up because i could probably keep a vegetable alive more than a flower yeah uh vegetables and pots is actually pretty difficult because you have to like maintain its fertilizer constantly uh just letting you know um but the once i finally got them in the ground this time i have not had any problem with them they have just gone fucking buck wild buck wild um my uh i made a recipe i made i made a meal um on uh tuesday before i came here these were all banana peppers that i picked from my garden didn't even make an olive garden salad no i didn't pickled no i didn't pickle them uh i stuffed them (laughs) what so uh so i made up my own recipe here okay bear with me um i had bison in the fridge and i was gonna make bison burgers but i really like i'd like the taste of bison it's kind of gamey but like not too drastic here um so i was going to make a bison chili but i was like i have this and i'm also i also have these banana peppers let's go and do something with them so i uh browned the the bison had some onions that i browned with it as well put some garlic in there and then i put uh uh, green chilies and then a can of rotel just because i had those and i was like let's turn this into some southwest shit so i put some um uh chili powder and cumin in there to make it like nice and um Savory, flavorful. Fla- flavorful. Uh, and then I had enchilada sauce that I put it down as a bottom layer. And then I stuffed each of the, like, I cut open the banana peppers and then, like, stuffed them. Uh, burned the fuck out of my hand because one of the banana peppers had a slit on the other side. And so as I'm, like, loading this hot material into the banana pepper, it, like, leaked through in my hand and burned juicy. the fuck out of it. Juicy. Nice and juicy. Um, but then I, like, stacked them and then put more uh, uh, enchilada sauce on top. And then loaded that with uh, some salt and some uh, uh, cumin as well. Should have put cilantro in there at some point, but I uh, didn't because I was saving cilantro for another recipe. But then I uh, popped it in the oven with some cheese on top and then pulled it out. And it was fucking delicious. It was delicious. It was one of those random things that I was like, let's do it. And it was good. Um, I have two different uh, banana peppers growing in my garden. I have spicy banana peppers and sweet banana peppers. Uh, they have grown intertwined, essentially. So you have no idea I have which one no is idea which ones I picked. So some of them were mild. Some of them were very spicy. And that was even after I took out their uh, seeds. So uh, it was a game of roulette because I definitely, like, out of that picture, because I realized that I was picking from the, um, I thought that I was picking from the sweet banana plant when i was first picking them out of my garden to make dinner and then i realized that i was picking them off of the hot pepper plant and so then i started to pick from the sweet banana pepper plant but then they all just got kind of mixed and i was like don't have any clue so it was just a game of roulette it was delicious like, though uh, shishito peppers shishito peppers are like either most of them are like 100 percent mild and then like every once in a while one of them is like flaming hot yeah well so i got some uh jalapenos you ever cook with jalapenos have I ever cooked with them? Do you cook with jalapenos now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got some uh, delicious fresh ones that are hanging on the vines, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with you. I'm not pulling you off until it's time 
to use. Um, and then I also have uh, serrano peppers. I don't know what I'm going to be using serrano peppers for. They are very spicy. Um, Salsas? I guess so. Uh, we better get this podcast. Yeah, we probably should. It's um, almost a half an hour in. I love. We were just having some good conversation, you know, just talking about dinner and garden stuff. Ooh. Oh, everything. I eating. also pulled off a lot of blueberries from my uh, blueberry plants, so I'll have oh, to bring over. I some... only refer to those as bloobs. Bloobs. Well, I brought. I should bring over some bloobs for you because they are um, uh, quite delicious, and also raspberries. My raspberry plant also I love ripened. Yes, they don't have. Uh, since it's a new plant, uh, they only have new growth, and they only flower on new growth. And so, since it's still kind of small, uh, so I think I have to um, wait until next year. But there's only a few. There were only a few that blossomed, bloomed on on the uh, on the plant. So we'll see if there are more come later this season. But we'll see. Anyways. Um, now, word from our sponsor. Well, yeah, I want to tell you about a recent Gallup poll that shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of our stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at picking up and reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOBY15. SPOOBY15. Big Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits, all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big bones. Whoa. Whoa. I wanted to do like the THQ or THX intro. Whoa. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, Spencer, are you finally ready to book that next getaway? Yes, I would like to go to southern Ukraine. I'd like to go to Los Chibides. Los Chibides. Los Chibides. Uh, then who better to book your next vacation with than with our friends at Cruise Planners? This is Cruise Planners. Cruise Planners. <laughs> Woo, waves. Uh, Cruise Planners is rated number one in the country. Aside from the fact that these guys are a LGBT and veteran-owned franchise, Cruise Planners was all also co-founded by a member of our community. As your land and cruise experts, they provide the best service possible and work closely with all forms of travel, including LGBT, 
owned vacation Los suppliers. Chibides. Los Chibides owned <laughs> vacation suppliers. No matter where you are in the U.S., cruise planners can help you. If you can dream it, cruise planners can book it. So call today at 210-560-1325 or visit their website at ilseattravel.com. That's I-S-L-E, seattravel.com. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. I'll seat travel, the best seat to have. Who's booking your next escape? Zoom. Zoom, zoom. That's copyright. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Get a sued 20 years later. <laughs> wow. Wow. We love wow. our sponsors. Wow. Like, thank you. Oh, love that. Bro. Love it. I love it. So good. Um, do we have any idea who went first last time? Oh, what did I talk about last time? I was like, do I have an idea? No. <laughs> uh, would be a negative. I don't know what we're talking about, but I definitely do not have one of those. Um, Los Gipides. Los Gipides. Uh I talked about the San Francisco earthquake. Did I go first? I think I went first. Would you like to go first? I think I went first. Ooh, what did you talk about? The Richardson family. Hmm. Oh, I think you did go first then. Then you go first. Well, I will. Okay, I might. I'm gonna do that. Um. Okay. So, do you want? I was just gonna go pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what's your question? Do you want spooky, scary skeletons, or Ooh. do you want spooky, scary home invasion? Uh, are you going to tell us both? I'm going to tell both, yes. Oh. Uh, let's start with skeletons, and then we'll go to home invasion. It wasn't actually skeletons at all. It's actually about clowns. Oh. Spooky, but, scary clowns first. Uh-huh. And then we'll... Can the home invasion clowns just be together? It, it, there is a bit of there's a bit of an overlap. Oh, there's these, a crossover. There's a bit of an overlap on these situations that I didn't think about. Mm, interesting. So I want to talk about um, the uh, clown sightings of 2016. Oh God, not this. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember this, and I remember that it was terrifying. And I was just like, I, I swear to God, if I, me personally, you loved it, lived for it. If a mama. fucking clown showed up and just was standing outside by my car right now, I. Don't I don't think I'd ever leave your house. I'm sorry. I'd be like, hey, hey, queen, you gotta juggle or something. What you gonna do? And you just standing there with like a knife or something like that. I'm gonna be like, that's not even real. These, these clowns. No, I'll you're gonna you. you're gonna tell us about it. So I'm not even gonna spoil it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's some people out there that are afraid of things like like uh, chorophobia. Chorophobia. Have you ever heard of that? Fear of dancing. Electrophobia. Electorophobia, fear of chickens, and pagonophobia, fear of beards. But there are also things that people should really be afraid of, like home invasions and psycho murderers. And then there's one thing that is a healthy middle ground, but also a little weird, cholrophobia. The fear of clowns. Now, ordinarily, I would say this is just a silly little phobia, but there's a couple events concerning cholrophobia that make it just a little bit different. Most obviously, John Wayne Gacy, Stephen King's It, but most importantly, the 2016 clown sightings. In 2016, the world was abuzz with multiple reports of people disguised as evil clowns in strange places. There were reports from all around the world, uh, the United States, to Singapore. The start of the trend is tied to a sighting in Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
The sighting was actually a marketing stunt for a horror film, but the phenomenon spread to many other states and many other cities in the U.S. and Canada. Throughout 2016, there were reports of sightings and attacks in every state in the U.S. and 9 out of 10 provinces in Canada. There were reports of clown sightings earlier, but nothing to the scale of the 2016 event. The events that probably gave the people the idea to go out dressed as a clown and carry weapons originates from a 2013 clown sighting in Northampton, UK, where... Wrong fridge. You stupid bitch. Uh, Where three local filmmakers were making a movie with a clown that shared similar looks to Pennywise from Stephen King's It. They started a Facebook page and were using the clown's appearances to drive internet traffic. In 2014, in Perugia, Italy, YouTuber DM Pranks began dressing as a clown and scaring random passerbys for hundreds of millions of views. Also in 2014, I'll take Mango. Uh huh. I'll take Mango though. Um, Perugia, in Italy. Wasco, uh, the Wasco clown appeared in Wasco, California, as a stunt to inspire. To- oh yeah, <laughs> as a stunt to inspire tourism. Um, in 2015, a clown was spotted scaling a cemetery gate in Chicago. They were filmed, and when they noticed they were being watched, they slowly waved at the camera, and then snuck into the woods nearby. I love the the. Uh, just innocence of a clown waving being so totally terrifying to thousands of people. I love it. I live, I live, I live. Um, But the start of the 2016 craze was in Green Bay in early August. So This was before uh, Halloween even started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leading up to Halloween. Yes. A great start. Of course. Uh, Pictures of a clown roaming a vacant parking lot underneath a bridge in downtown at night went viral because, I mean, if I were a clown, that's where I would hang out, the parking lot at night. Um, The clown apparently was named Gags and was broadcast on TV and covered by news outlets. Gags was actually a clown starring in a short film to be released in 2018. (laughs) And I watched the trailer for the movie. Not uh, good. I would say a very university student film. Okay. Okay. And one of those uh, independent film festival situations? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Apparently it's a full-length feature film now, though. So I would I would not like to see it. Is it a horror? A, ho- a horror. Horror. A okay. horror. I'm just checking. Um after the event, there was numerous incidents all across the U.S. Um, in Greenville, South Carolina, at the Fleetwood Manor apartment complex, children witnessed clowns attempting to whisper to children. They cl- carried green laser lights and said that they lived in an abandoned home in the woods near a small lake. Police were called and searched the area, but found no evidence of any clowns. Um, and those are the main, uh, like... Major sightings. Major, well, the major sightings, but the major lead up to all the sightings because mm-hmm. it was really just a bunch of fucking people that were copycatting. Exactly. And just the entire being, time, like, let me just be creepy, sitting in this dark shadow area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I had about 2016 clown sightings because it's mostly just people dressing as a clown to scare the yes. shit out of people. And then on top of that, it was probably just a lot. A lot. Even then, this was at the time of internet memes and memes being a thing. So. 
it was just a ton of people that were just stealing things from even if it wasn't an actual picture from 2016 they were just taking random pictures like look at that clown like do we know if it was real no because at that time everyone believed everything on the internet so <laughs> jack the killer yes who jack the killer who's jack the killer jack the killer okay jack the killer jack the killer saying his name it's not gonna make me know what know what that is well when you say it three times Oh, uh, he appears in your bedroom ooh. and murders you. Oh, murders me! I thought you were just go to sleep. saying that a man just shows up and it's like, hey, I'm like, hey. He does. But Is he cute? Uh, depends on your preferences. Okay. Paper white, um, mouth from ear to ear, uh, teeth sharpened to points, mm. uh, and eyes completely blacked out. So yes. But has a nice, stylish emo haircut. Ooh. Exactly. That means he's good at... No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> good at what? He has a gaping mouth, so he's good at a foreplay. <laughs> Were you trying to insinuate that Jack... Jeff the Killer? Is it Jeff or Jack? Oh, boy. Is it Jeff? Jeff the Killer. You can't just change it on me now. I was falling in love with Jack. Well, he just changes his name every time. Oh, okay. How about Shelly Duvall? I feel like you've said this name before, and I don't know who I that is still. I always Duvall. Yeah, you're just obsessed with her. You know who else you're obsessed with? Brenda, Brenda Song. Song. <laughs> Brenda Song. Brenda Brenda motherfucking Song. Yeah, she had a baby with Macaulay Culkin. That's... Luckiest woman in the world. I don't think so. Why? Have you seen Macaulay Culkin recently? Yeah, he looks like a ghost. Yes, he looks like he has paper white skin and mouth from ear to ear. <laughs> He's a ghost. <laughs> He's uh, Macaulay the the Jeff the the killer. Macaulay the Jeff the killer. Also, his eyes transparent. Mm. You can see everything. You can see him. through his eyes into his brain. And what's up there? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um. So there was my uh little tiny little tiny little story small small one. little it clown was so small because i was trying to not take up time for other people for our wonderful guest who shall remain nameless <laughs> that yellow bowl in the cabinet over oh there. that yellow bowl is an accent piece mama stylish yes it is so i would also like to talk about sigrid bargind oh i am so excited you're talking about them you know all about them right absolutely not Oh. Should we cheers to Sigmund Gargan? Sigrid? Sigrid Gargan? Sigrid Bargind? Bargained. Cheers to Sigmund... Sigrid... Sing... Sing... Barnum and Bailey. Barnum... Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Smells, uh... Delicious. Ooh. 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 Christmas. Oh. Um, so... Is that what you think of when you drink gin? No. Cremus? Oh. Some people do. People say it tastes like Christmas. Yes. But I don't get it. it. it people say it tastes like a Christmas tree. I said it just tastes like ass. I don't know. I think it tastes like a well-aged bottle of perfume. I don't like taking shots of anything. Perfume? It, well, anything, really. Well, also perfume. Uh, do you ever spray cologne on yourself and you get a little bit in your mouth and you're like, I hate this. I hate No. No. I have before, but... It's like, yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's how I feel about. Um, you know what I don't like in food? What floral flavors? Yeah, you don't like like saffron. Uh, no, no. Uh, what's what's a uh, jasmine? No, I'm not crazy about jasmine. Lavender. 
Lavender, I can not get behind either. They're all florals. I know. Oh. What I really hate? Honey. Rose water. Oh, rose water. Rose water, it's almost like vinegary to me. It literally just tastes like perfume. Yes. And people are like, oh, I love it. I love rose water. One of my very good friends, when I used to be in the world of makeup, her name was Mona. Oh, that's her my name aunt's was name. Mahnaz, but she went by Mona. Oh. Um, and she brought this dessert. My aunt's name is just Ramona because she's white, so. Are you sure it's not Raymonda? And she's been a man. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I'm going to bring his. We would talk about. She. I mean, she was from Iran, so mm-hmm. she'd talk about Iran all the time, and I was always very interested in other people's opinions and worldviews. So I was like, let me taste your culture, girl. What are you? She talked about making all these things all the time. She was talked about her parties that she would go to. I was like, I want to taste the things parties. that are at your parties. And so she was like, okay, I'm going to bring you this dessert. I don't remember what it was called or whatever. But it was like, she was like, it's a rice dish that's flavored with rose water and sugar. And I was like, okay, bomb. I don't really like roses. We'll see what it tastes like. It was not good. It was very desserty. Yeah. It was rice pudding. Yeah. But it was like floral rice pudding. Mm. I can't get behind roses. I don't like them. No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everybody in the world is like, when someone's like, flowers. And somebody would be like, oh, rose. Hmm. And me, I'm like... Hibiscus. Ew. Lilies. Ooh. Hydrangeas. Snapdragons. Yeah, it's good ones. Gladiolus. Mm. Literally anything but Orchid. Orchids. Orchids, yeah. yeah. Orchids. Um, Do you have about... a favorite flower? Uh, hibiscus and orchids are my two favorite. Oh, amaryllis. That's a really pretty one, too. But those do not last very long. They're, they only bloom in the spring and for like two weeks, and they're like, bye. See, I would have I would have figured pansy for you. You just wanted to call me a pansy, don't you? I did. I did. <laughs> I um, no, I think that my favorites are orchids, just because they come in so many different varieties. Uh, or, um, what is it? Hibiscus. Hibiscus is a really pretty. I like hibiscus. Yeah. I think hibiscus and lilies are very similar, but hibiscus are like rounded I like lilies petals. too but lilies don't last as long as hibiscuses do hibiscuses tend to bloom all year long well I'm talking like cut flowers oh no no I don't lilies care lilies last a lot longer than hibiscus oh see I'm, I'm talking about growing flowers well here in Houston yes hibiscuses will last longer because yeah. the climate is for hibiscus yes correct I think hibiscuses are so pretty I want to plant them all over in the front yard I like for my two favorite flowers, it's lilies and hydrangeas. Mm. Ooh, another good one that I really love? Mountain laurel. Have you ever smelled a mountain laurel? Mm-mm. They it looks smell, like lavender, right? They're, they look... Um, they're like draping flowers. They're purple. They're a purple lavender flower. Um, unless you get uh, actual native mountain laurels, which are pink, and they don't smell as fragrant. But the like ornamental ones are these like long draping like purple flowers. Uh, they smell so good. Oh, my God. Mm. Then they, they bloom in the spring, typically like March, April, and then they bloom all the way until like June. So you can just like smell when the wind blows and you can just smell them in from someone's yard. Uh, they used to be all over the Heights area. And I'm always like, uh, someone needs to get me some of this because uh, I need to plant it in my yard because I need it immediately. Because I love Matt Morrill. They're really There's pretty a, plants, a too. wildflower scent that's from New Brunswick that I would always smell. And I, I, would, I never knew what it was. 
I think that it was thistle. Oh, thistle smells good. Yeah, wild thistle. A wild thistle, and mm-hmm. I love the smell of it. Mm-hmm. So every time I, we, I would go by like a field of cows, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I love that smell." Cow poop. <laughs> it was actually cow shit. Yes, <laughs> but the thistle. The thistle was also good. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can get mushrooms from cow shit? Like psychedelic Did you know you can, mushrooms. Uh, grow mushrooms from a toilet paper roll. You can grow mushrooms anywhere in Houston. I'm gonna. Uh, Lauren and Jamie had one grow out of their door frame, inside. Did they eat it? Uh, no. Why not? I typically don't advise eating uh, mushrooms Strange that you mushrooms. don't know. Yes. Do you want to know why I know no. that? Is because when I was in uh, fifth and sixth grade, I would rent all the science books, and one of the ones was mushrooms. And almost every single thing that I read, every single mushroom thing that I read was, "Do not eat poisonous. Do not eat poisonous. Do not eat poisonous." And I was like, "Which one can I eat?" <laughs> None I'm of them. I'm just trying to know. I just want to know. Um, Anyways. <laughs> I want to tell you about Sigrid Barginda. Okay, please tell me about... We cheers to her, them, they, them. Her. Her. She's a woman. Okay. Uh, she was a woman. She, oh. So on Oof. June 16th, 1981, 87-year-old Sigrid Barginda was found dead in her Chicago, Illinois home. Uh, she was nearly blind and mostly deaf. as She lived alone in her, her small south side brick home um she was found laying face down on her bed with her hands tied behind her back uh with a tan scar love that oh i, I love the white claw being opened oh not anything i said the fashionable death mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a friend had tried to unsuccessfully contact her and inform the police of the discovery um they were there were no signs of forced entry into her home Mm-hmm. Uh, the coroner eventually concluded that Sigrid had died of a heart attack after being bound by an unknown intruder. Uh, <clears throat> Sigrid was well known by the police. In the two months leading up to her murder, Sigrid would frequently call the police to report intruders in her home, even going so far as to tell them that she believed that her phones were bugged. The police never failed to respond to the calls that started in April. But they admit that they had a hard time believing the elderly woman's stories. Mm. The first complaint came in early April. Sigrid informed the police that while napping on the couch, she had awoken to see a shadowy figure moving about the living room. She was watching TV. She began to scream, so one of the people... Quote, unquote. ...in her house covered her with a sheet and then hit her in the head and the face uh, and then put her in a closet. Hmm. Sigrid said that she remained in the closet while the intruder searched her home for valuables and then they only exited uh, they exited and when she didn't hear them anymore um, when the police arrived at Sigrid's home she informed them of the break-in and also revealed that she believed her phone had been tamper- tampered with she told the police that she ha- had to use the neighbor's phone as no one seemed to be able to hear her when she made calls or answered the phone Carl, you turn your phone down. It's nineteen eighty eighty one. Oh, yeah, nineteen eighty one. Can you turn the volume down at that point? Okay. No. Um. So, uh, yeah, she told the police. Sigrid showed the police the bloodstained sheet from her head injury, as well as the black eye she had received from the vicious assault. Still skeptical. Uh, the police took her phone in for repair, only to discover that it 
had indeed been tampered with. Oh. Pieces in the voice transmitter had been ripped out, so the microphone of the phone, you know, mm. the bottom part, they unscrewed it and pulled out the microphone Oh, and screwed it back up. The phone was fixed and returned to Sigrid. Only one week after the initial break-in, Sigrid once again informed the police that she believed that her phone had been tampered with. They returned to the home to find out that, again, the voice transmitter had been removed. So someone keeps bringing it into her house and... Fucking with her phone. <laughs> Why? This time, the police brought her a new phone, and they tightened the receiver, screwed it shut, and, and then they glued it so that it couldn't be opened again. However, the next week, yet another complaint from Sigrid came in. They discovered that the receiver and the cord had totally been pulled out and removed from the home. Oh. I love that. In May, Sigrid reported another break into her home, and they... Oh, no, I just read that. Uh, A police set up an extra surveillance around Sigrid's home, driving by often. Neighbors trimmed their hedges to make sure the house was very visible, and one social worker even agreed that uh, Sigrid should move out of the house. Um, Even with the additional patrol watching over Sigrid's house and property on June 16th, she was mugged outside of her home after returning from the bank. She held onto her purse and refused to give it to the muggers. Uh, She went to the neighbor's house, who called the police. Uh, This woman is incredibly blind, too. Mm. So, I mean somebody's mugging you you think there's somebody in your house all the time but you can't see them yeah and you can barely hear them boy did you ever watch hush no that one you really should watch and it's very available on netflix Mm. it's about a a deaf woman writing a book in the woods and somebody comes to the house and tries to get her Mm. home invasion Um, you know you love your home invasions that's my favorite genre. Because you're scared, scared of that. Exactly. You're actually scared of those. So that's why you're like, ooh, look. Somebody could die. <laughs> uh, Someone will die. Somebody is going to die. <laughs> it's not a happy ending. Why do you sound like that? That's how I talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I up, always sound like this. You fucking bitch. <laughs> um, my house. <laughs> my house. Uh, so, yes. She went to the neighbor's house and called the police. Neighbors described Sigrid as being terrible. The ghost. Uh, yeah, I heard sneezing, so I said, "Bless you." It was the flag? Yeah. <gasps> What'd you call me? A flag. It. <gasps> I love that. Neighbors described Sigrid as being terrified in the months leading up to her murder. Murder. According to neighbors, uh, she would break down in tears in mid-sentence, telling them that she was afraid that she might be killed. One neighbor, neighbor, one neighbor quoted her as saying, "They're gonna get me. I just know it." Why didn't someone just, like, stay with her? She's an older lady. It, bitch, if I had an old lady that was... I don't mean having if family. If I owned an old lady. If I owned an old lady. No, I'm saying if, like, an old lady lived next to me and was, like, scared of, you know, paranoid of being broken into... I'd be like, come stay at my house. You either come to my house or I go to your house. I don't want to die either, but I would hope hope that I'm the kind of person that would go out over there and do that. Well, I mean, if they're breaking into her house, I'd be like, come over to my, my house. My house. They don't go to my house. My house. And then you can, I can watch you in my house because we have a security system in my house. And we have some some uh, cameras. 
I Girl, we got the works. We got everything. We got. We even have the 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 window break detection system too. Be like, bitch, you break a window in this house, I don't fucking know it. I have a chain, uh, like a sliding chain lock, on a door inside of my house. Uh, I don't, I don't know that. what good that does for. Anybody, I have a but... chain saw in my bedroom so you break into my house and i'll just yes yeah just Mm -hmm. peel your face off when someone comes into my house ends up being savannah i'm like oh sorry and she's like my face my face and i'm like oh no sorry we'll get you a new one don't worry well i'll we'll redo that hold on we got a lot of chicken skin left over from dinner last night i want chickens savannah will let me get them i don't think you should have this why why won't anyone let me get chicken? Because they're dirty. You're dirty. Only on Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, on June 26th, Sigrid's worst fears turned to reality when she was killed in her home by the intruders. Police discovered that the phone receiver and cord had once again been ripped out, leaving Sigrid unable to call for help. Uh, police closed the investigation on June 30th, four days later, determining that Sigrid had died of natural causes. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, in September of 1981, a judge ordered Chicago police to release the records in relation to Sigrid's case at the request of her sister, Ingveld, after police refused to release them to the family or the family's attorney. Ingveld claimed that her daughter entered Sigrid's home on August 30th to begin cleaning and boxing things up. She discovered a large amount of blood on the bed and Sigrid was found that Sigrid was found on. She took several photographs of the blood-soaked pillow, mattress, and headboard, and the family hired a private investigator. But Sigrid's case has still never been solved. Are you kidding me? They left it closed? Mm-hmm. They never released the information for it? Those fuckers. So that was an inside job. They killed her. So she was very close with two police officers, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't understand... She, it's an 87-year-old woman. Was she rich? Were they stealing things from her over no. time? Mm, I feel like there was something else going on here. I don't know what it was. Though. I also have this inclination. There's just random houses that people choose. Uh, and by people, I mean like... Uh, Psychopaths. Or- Psychopaths or organizations that just choose like these houses were once owned by someone important long ago. That like, for example, Chicago, a mobster... Uh, that own that house and like that's their rendezvous point all the time and always has been always will be so whoever lives there doesn't deserve to live there essentially um i have this this is my conspiracy theory is that there's those houses remember that that house that you talked about that one time that like the the house that was always being watched no matter who owned it the watcher yeah the watcher same situation where someone was like that's my house i i deserve that house yeah I think that my uh, theory has more to do with there's tons and tons of videos on, online of people just moving into other people's houses and just staying away from them mm-hmm. and trying to be concealed while the other person is awake and while the other person's asleep, then they get up and they eat their food there was and that, use their bathroom. There was that one that was recent, wasn't that in 2019 or something like that, where the person was living in their attic the entire time? The There's person lived in their attic. thousands of stories of that. Yes. This thousands. person lived in their attic for like two fucking years and like would somehow, I don't know how, because like my attic thing to get down from the attic is not silent. Um, not quiet either. 
Uh, so I don't know how this person, uh, th- they came through the air duct in the kitchen. Uh, I don't know how they fit through there, but g- cause I'm looking at this air duct. No one's going to fit through that. Um, but they'd fit through an air duct in the kitchen to get down to the, 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 uh, l- the fridge, take their food and they'd climb right back up and go. Like, I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but there was this New York apartment where this guy lived by himself mm-hmm. and a woman lived up in his attic space. And it was just like a little cupboard that I guess he didn't realize was there. Mm-hmm. It was not, I mean, it was very, very small. It was probably, I don't even know, probably a twin-sized bed by itself. Yeah. Uh, up up uh, on top of the dining room. It, it was like a, a one-bedroom apartment. So kitchen, living room, dining room, and then a bedroom in the other room. Mm-hmm. And she lived up there. And every night, she would come down, step on the table, go down, piss in the sink, eat his food, she watched TV, and if she heard him getting up, she there's one specific instance, because he was like, I hear people moving around at night, shit's going on, my girlfriend says that she isn't doing any of it. I think this is the same video. And um, there's a video, and he he's like stumbling out after sleeping, she... Turns the TV off really quick and ducks behind the couch. He goes to the fridge. She's hiding behind the couch. He's, like, drinking milk or something. Yes, this is the same. This is the exact same thing. Yeah, same thing that I'm talking about. Yes. And then she goes back up into the attic. Mm Mm-hmm. And then my question is, like, girl, did you not have any friends before this? you did this? Like... She was a homeless person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I guess she just found a way in sometime. And, Mm -hmm. I mean... That's crazy. There's got to be a sort of uh, m- mental thing going on there that she needed a bit of help because you basically imprisoned yourself. That's what I'm saying. You can't go anywhere. You can't because leave. You, because you can't if you leave, you can't get back in ever. Like if this person leaves, a do- unless you somehow, so, you'd have to know this person's schedule so well that you'd well, also. she did. Well, but then on top of that, you'd have to know it even better that if you chose to leave, and then come back. You'd have to come back well while the door is still unlocked to get back inside. Because once that door is locked, you ain't ever getting back in there unless he just leaves it unlocked again. But at that point, if he leaves it unlocked, it's either he's a false, like a, a freak accident. He left it unlocked when he left, or he's inside. So like you don't just get to sneak back into the house. Uh, so I mean, but also if you're, uh, I mean, if you're homeless and not trying to go anywhere. You've I mean, got it's food that gets replenished often. Exactly. You still it's have warm. Still have your facilities to go to, and then once he leaves, once him and his girlfriend leave for work, you can technically use a shower and do whatever. So well, he lived alone, so it was just one person she had to worry about. Yeah. So if he leaves, then you get to use a shower while he's gone. But I just don't understand. Maybe I'm just like super particular about things, but like. I feel like I would notice. I would definitely notice. Absolutely. There's sometimes that like certain things are moved around in my bathroom and I can tell that someone used it. And so then I'll like put it in my little group chat and like, I don't even, I don't normally care. But like when things like there's just a random towel sitting on my bathroom uh, counter, I'm like, did someone need to use this? Is this someone's towel? Uh, But like, I can definitely tell when things are moved around because I have things all in certain spots. So, yeah. Me too. I think I'm even a little bit more psycho because I 
know where Thomas puts all of his stuff to. Exactly. So you can tell when things are moved. You can tell when someone has done something. I understand. I'm about it. You know what I found in the fridge the other day? Cereal. Tea. Oh. Ooh. The fuck is Do this anything, tea you in none of you guys drink tea? He drinks tea. Oh. But I was unwell. So you drank tea? Well, he had went and got me green tea. Cause oh. Oh. He's the best. Being gay married is so sweet. But then he put green tea in the fridge and I was like, hmm. Boopy? Be- being gay married is not great. <laughs> I was like, you know what goes in the fridge and what doesn't? Not green tea. I hear you. No, that's my chair. Boopy? He's asleep. Just kidding. Fine. Fine, 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 fine. Um, uh, yes. Uh, I was going to say something, and I thought it was funny, but it's. I'm not saying anymore. You had a confession that you were going to say for this. Did you already confess oh, it? Oh, I confessed it on Twitter, but I'm confessing it now. Uh, today, I learned TIL. Oh. Uh, I learned what... Eggs come from chickens. No. I learned what OOTD means. Oh, oh, outfit of the day. Yes, I never got that. You know what? Well, never. I, okay, I, I I, am here for you on that one. Because you know I... I don't understand sometimes? OOMF? Yes. Yes, that that's the problem that I was having. I was trying to understand all the OOMFs that everyone was like, OOMFs is what I called him. Because everyone just keeps talking about the OOMFs. And I'm like... What? What? What is it? One of my followers. One of my followers. Yes, but someone is like. Sometimes they'll be like, uh, "I'd love to to." Uh, I was out tonight, and I don't even know. But they'll be like, "It's one of my followers," but it could be. It's only one person. No, oh yeah. It's like it, I don't even know. No, I know what you're talking about because Twitter is a confusing place, and the the way that they use the um um fees is not grammatically correct ever uh they're just like oh just uh you know hanging out i I don't know i don't know how to to i'll have to like find a specific tweet to be like this is what it doesn't make any sense um but yes i agree with you that the the twitter discourse on uh oomph is not uh understandable and that's why i was trying to follow the oomph trend and whenever i saw the oot oot uh oot audit audit um, O O T D. I had no idea what that was, so I was like, "What? What is this?" So did I? Did Here I, it is. Okay, so this person says, "Correct me if I'm wrong, but O O M F S meaning is one of my followers, right? Why do I see people saying four of my ex oomphs unfollowed me?" Th- that's and th- they've used it as just any followers. Essentially, or friends, 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 uh, and it's not even friends. It's more of like a, a another word for acquaintance now, yeah. like acquaintance from Twitter. Essentially, is what it means now. It doesn't mean anyone who follows you. It's just like it does. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, and I have apparently become old. So because I am still trying to find so many. Uh, acronyms that don't make any sense at all. Uh, but I also started at uh, started my teenage years at the beginning of what acronyms actually were whenever they were doing the texting and all the, the stuff. Um, and now the Gen Zs are like, we're going back to spelling things. No, 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 that's not true. They are spelling less things sometimes too. And I'm like, none of this 
makes any sense. I remember being a, uh, a well, I'm still a young millennial. I'll always be the one of the youngest millennials because that's not we were changing. we're we're close to the cusps, yeah. But people would spell out because like, what 1995, 1996 is kind I, of the. I, I was reading about it. Some people will say up to 1997, but people will say as low as 1994. Yeah. Um, but they'll spell like your will will be spelled U R, and I remember being younger and being like, I don't like that. I still it does like not that. take that long to spell you. No. Or your. Or R. Yes. And I'm like, you do whatever you're going to fucking do, but this fucking is stupid. So. Also, the Gen Zs now don't put any capital letters. And I got attacked by that from a boy that I was talking to on uh, a hinge because he was 24, uh, which is not that much younger than me. He's four years younger than me. But. Uh, he was like, he, he, what he we were talking about something, and he was like, um, oh, I can tell. He was talking about like the age difference or whatever, and he was like, I mean, a classic example is that I send gifts, and apparently they don't send gifts anymore; they send reaction memes. It's a photo. As if uh, reaction photos, yes, and so gifts are not. Apparently, yeah, the hip thing to do why anymore. Why are we going backward in time? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't need that. And I also don't need... Um, they also don't spell with capital letters. So everything is just lowercase. Most of the time, I spell everything with a capital letter. I, I, I just want to... I Sometimes I just write in all caps. Just because I want to feel something. <laughs> just so people know that I do have emotions. And I'm also yelling right now. And nobody constantly. has ever just said, Chris doesn't have any emotions. But I'm going to let them know... I have you don't them. need to have that argument with yourself, baby. No, no. Because I got it. I got the argument, honey. I'm hun, here. Yeah. Hun, let me tell you something, okay? I got emotions. And you know. And you will always know. Because I'm going to let you tell. I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to tell mm-hmm. you. I do like that they say babe to whoever. Oh, I, start, I started saying honey to everyone. I caught myself just saying it to customers. And I'm like, have I just become that astronomical gay that just like, even in customers' houses, I'm like, oh no, you honey. You started working at Waffle House? Yeah. Oh, I just punched myself in the tip. Waffle House. Uh, Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Just, ooh, yes. Um, ooh, no, I, uh, <laughs> I went and saw this very conservative uh, couple on uh, Wednesday down in Kima yesterday. Um and uh, they have they own a historic house in Kima. Uh, oh. Yes, I know. Uh, or I guess it wasn't Kima. It was uh, Seabrook. I'm just to reach back to this empty one for some reason. All right. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Get all the little bits yeah. out of it, honey. Tangerine. Uh, so they, they're technically part of Seabrook, but it was a historic house. They even had a historic placard on the, the front, like those. just by the front door. I would have one, but it would be ironic. <laughs> this was this was serious. Uh, I didn't read it because I just had rang the doorbell before I saw it, and I was like, "I love the ones that are like the same placard, but it's like on this date in nineteen someone died eighty six, uh, September fourth, nineteen eighty six. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I would love that on my front door. Be like, look, great. Uh, but it said something, and so something happened around that location or that house. Um, but where's it going with this? Oh, uh, I they were 
we they were all vaccinated so which was nice uh so then we i took off my mask and like we were all chatting and whatever um see i would not take my mask off still really Mm-mm. Mm. i'm following cdc guidelines so it's okay Oh, yeah, I, I understand your reason that. for it. Yeah. But that's probably how I got strep. <laughs> I don't be trusting people. I know. But also, I'm vaccinated. So even if they're unvaccinated, they're the ones that are in danger, not me. Yeah. Unless they're choking on COVID, then that's different. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so but like this past week. There's I, a part of the floor over here. Yeah. That's right. Before I, uh, so basically from Wednesday of last week through Saturday, I wore my mask because I was ill. So, do you remember Malcolm in the Middle? Yes, I love that. Also, the kid who couldn't breathe half the time. Yes, um, that's COVID. WandaVision did a so WandaVision, which is a Marvel thing. I know you don't know that. Uh, her show with Wanda and Vision played. The, it was a sitcom situation where she was she created a sitcom with her powers with her and her boyfriend who died um and every single episode was uh another famous sitcom so like 1950s she did a dick van dyke kind of situation uh 1960s she did Leave uh, it to Beaver. uh no um andy griffith show no twilight no there's another one. Uh, and then... Uh, maybe, I think so. Uh, and then a number... Uh, the 1970s slash 80s, they did um, the Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch style. Uh, 1990s, they did Malcolm in the Middle. And then 2000s, they did Modern Family. So that was like her progression throughout where like the different styles of the sitcom of what she was doing. It was actually really clever. I really liked it. Um, but... This was related somehow to what we were just talking about. Uh, the kid who couldn't breathe. Oh, yeah, Malcolm Middle. That's, you said Malcolm Middle. That's, that's why. Uh, because I, at first I was like, what? The entire time I was like, what sitcom was this? And then I watched it the second time. I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking Malcolm Middle. It's literally because the, the, she had a kid in the, uh, um, in the show and the kid was like talking to the camera about like what's happening in, in the, the debacles of everything. And I was like, Oh, that's Mac in the middle. It was a 10 year old child, uh, Fra- Frankie Muniz. Um, I telling remember us. we would, my parents did not permit us to watch, uh, television during dinner when I was that age, they would have it on in the other room. And I guess they were listening and that was enough for them. Um, and, I took forever at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. So it would go from the news to that while I was still sitting there. Ours was, um, I'd watch King of the Hill at five and then Simpsons were at five thirty. And for the longest time we weren't allowed to watch the Simpsons cause it was inappropriate. Apparently I would always try to watch the Simpsons, but my parents were always trying to watch the news and the five thirty news was the more important uh, one. Okay. Cause it would go five thirty, local news, six o'clock, uh, CBS. National, yeah, um, yeah. The, we I would watch King of the Hill and then Simpsons, and then that switched to eventually once I was allowed to watch Simpsons, it switched to Family Guy, uh, and that's what we we would watch. I was like, "Girl, I'm gay. I'm watching all this shit. <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but I would watch it and just 
crack up about inappropriate shit. So, and I, 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 that's here I am at a podcast talking about inappropriate shit all the time. So, surprise! Look, it turned me this way, <laughs> right? We were never allowed to watch Family Guy, and then Adult Swim picked it up. Mm-hmm. And I would watch it on Adult Swim, and then I was old enough to where it was appropriate. And then it became daytime television. Can you fucking believe that? It literally went from adult, from being inappropriate to Adult Swim to then uh, daytime, middle of the day television. I mean, evening television is wild. Um, anyways, do we yeah, talk about your topic? <laughs> uh... We've pro- probably gone two hours, right? One hour and 15 minutes. Perfect. I was very court. You were very short, so there we go. Um, well, I'm going to talk about Charles Starkweather. I have no idea who that well, is. Well, so I went back to my uh, worst uh, murder in every U.S. state, and uh, we're going to talk about Nebraska here, okay? Uh, so I popped on over to Nebraska for this. Oh, I have too many documents open. Oh, boy. Um... Charles Starkweather was born in Lincoln, Nebraska. So we're popping over to Nebraska. On uh, He was born on November 24th of 1938. He was the third of seven children to Guy and Helen Starkweather. I always love the name Guy because it's like a level of la- laziness that I strive to be as a parent. Like, hey, I just had a boy. Let's just name him Guy. Like, and that's it. Um, so the Starkweathers were a working-class family. Uh, his father, Guy, was a mild-mannered carpenter who was often unemployed due to suffering from rheumatoid arthritis in his hands. Uh, so he was, he had a job of working with his hands and couldn't do jobs because he was in pain. Uh, so he couldn't work with his hands. I don't know. There was something there. Um, during Guy's period of, periods of unemployment, Helen supplemented the family's income, uh, by working as a waitress. Uh, Charles Sarkweather attended Saratoga Elementary School, Irving Junior High School, and Lincoln High School. In contrast to his family life, Starkweather later recalled nothing positive of his time at school. So basically he, with this statement, his family life was, uh, all right. His school life was not. Uh, he was born with uh, genuvarum, which is a mild birth defect that causes his legs to be misshapen. Uh, he also suffered from a speech impediment, which led to constant teasing from his classmates. Um, so, and growing up in this time when people could beat the literal shit out of each other and teachers would be like, whops. Uh, uh, boys will be boys. Yeah, exactly. Because so, he was born in 1938. So elementary school, he's in the mid 40s. Uh, so, bitch, if you have <laughs> any sort of uh, disability, people are just beating the shit out of you and thinking it's funny. Uh, and teachers are like, well, you probably deserved it. And you look like a, you know, messed up person. Exactly. So the teachers weren't weren't any help. And, I mean, I think about it and I'm even like sometimes teachers in like the 90s and 2000s. I hear it from people all the time on Twitter where teachers would just like – People be like, yeah, I'm being bullied for having a effeminate voice or, you know, having a girly voice, the, you know, as a younger person. And teachers were like, well, stop doing that. And it's like, that's not the response to bullying. So, uh, anyways. Um, so, as he grew older, he also grew stronger. Uh, and then also the only subject that Starkweather excelled at was gym, where he found out a physical outlet for his rage against those who bullied him. 
Sarkweather then began to bully those who had picked on him once he became uh, bigger and stronger. Uh, eventually, he felt rage against anyone he disliked. Uh, this in his uh, in this period as a young teenager, Starkweather went from being one of the most well-behaved teenagers in the community to one of the most troubled. Come on, Roid Rage! So basically, went from being like a like a normal kind of person, and by normal, I mean he was bullied. But like, all of a sudden, he gained all this muscle and worked on everything in the gym and was like, "Look, I'm fucking buff. I'll beat the shit out of you, uh, girl." Calm down. One way to do it. For for real. Uh, I just uh, turn to emo music. Yes. Uh, emo music. Uh, anything else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, his high school friend Bob Von Bush would later recall. Such a good name for uh, really? the 50s. Yes. 50s in Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. Bob Von Bush. Bob Von Bush. Uh, he could be, so this is a quote, he could be the kindest person you've ever met. He'd do anything for you if he'd like you. Uh, he was a hell of a lot of fun to be around too. Everything was just one big joke to him, but he had this other side too. He could be mean as hell, cruel. If he saw some poor guy in the street who was bigger than he was, better looking or better dressed, he'd take the poor bastard down to his size. So basically just like... Walk up to someone to beat the fuck out of him. Well, I didn't gotten beat the fuck out of. Why? Because he said that anyone that's better looking than him I think would you, beat them off. I think you would have been safe. Well, nobody asked you, so... <laughs> eat a dick. Ah! Wait. Who's asking? <laughs> uh, the guy who hit your car last oh, week. Oh, no. Week not last. that man. Uh, I never finished this story on that, at least not on the podcast. So after that, on uh, this went, was from Ruby Podcast. No, yeah, you went over there and you. No, got this a was la- Ruby Podcast two years, two two years ago, two, two weeks. weeks ago. Yeah, you got a, a large ladder. I don't know from where. You went over and uh, took pictures of them naked. Yeah, in the living room. Correct. Uh, to his knowledge, this is what he thinks. Uh, so I went outside after recording with Spencer and then took pictures of the uh, issue on my car. I should have done it whenever I was originally out there, but I was already just pissed and wanted to finish the podcast and whatever. Uh, So I took some pictures of my license plate. um, And so apparently the flash, I guess, was seen. Uh, So I just like got in my car and then I was like texting some friends and like doing whatever um, before I drove home. And then all of a sudden I see this person come out of the house. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, But then this person then walks around to the driver's side of my car naked. uh, He had shorts on. uh, Boxers on. Not shorts. He had boxers on. um, And then like is drunk and like brushing against my car because he can't stand up. And then comes up to my window and knocks on it. And bitch, I should not have rolled on the window to begin with because it's midnight in the middle of wherever we're at and uh i'm just like i know i just I didn't, I, I didn't want to see, i didn't want to see the location so wherever we're at is it, okay i'm not trying to dox you no my get in trouble with it all the time. is ampersand uh hyphen hyphen asterisk yes maple dollar sign um yeah so he knocks on the window and he's like i said shirtless and in his boxers and he goes uh 
you what did he say you like the photos that you took or something like that and i was like like, why are you taking photos of me no he didn't say that he he started by saying like do you like what you see or do, do you like like the photos you took or something like that and i was like yeah i just took a picture of my car and so he goes i know you were taking pictures of me like uh, you know upstairs and i was like what uh so he's like do you mind and like i was like what do you mean he's like can i see your pictures i'm like yes and i click on the first picture that i've got and it's my fucking car because that's what i took pictures of so he's trying to swipe left and once you swipe left on the picture it goes to my camera and so then he's just trying to swipe left on my camera and i'm like you've reached the end of my photos and he's like no i don't think so he like stumbles off and i was like what what just happened uh first of all i didn't even know there was an upstairs (laughs) of that house not of the house of the house there's two buildings behind it how the fuck was i back there and how the fuck did he see me taking pictures of the car he did it girl that's the point then how did he know i was out there (laughs) That, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know how he saw me taking pictures of his car. I don't know if he saw, like, maybe a dash cam from his photo or from his car or something like that, that I was taking pictures of my car. Uh, I don't have any clue. we're watching our house. Who knows? But I was like, girl, what? I don't give a shit. And then it only led me to believe that it was like uh, he was having sex with a man and shouldn't be. And by that, I mean, I think he was... Oh, with... I think he, he was, was a straight. I think that he was a straight and that he was having sex with a man and uh, should not have been having sex with a man. Uh, not should not have been. How do he I was, say this? Uh, un, un, unbeknownst to other parties. Having Correct. Sex with a man. Correct. There you go. Um, and so that's why I was like, uh, why was that a big deal? It's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Because the other one, the other man that he was with was standing outside on the front lawn to the right uh with a shirt off too and i was like girl i don't give a fuck who you fuck i also uh don't give a fuck who i fuck (laughs) it's literally anyone who will accept it it's literally underneath the fucking pickup truck uh but i was like what also i'm flamboyantly and obviously gay so if you're over here having picture having sex with so-and-so i'm not gonna take pictures of you having sex why do I need I that? I could watch porn online. There's porn online, and there's obviously much hotter men online than what just happened against my car. Than you with your exactly gip leg and uh, kidney incision scar. <laughs> that didn't happen, but <laughs> yes, uh, I do have to say that that was a wild adventure, and I just wanted to make sure that our podcast was included on that because it happened uh, on the podcast. Here, happened online. here online uh, live. So, uh, that happened after I got done with the podcast, and that was just, that was just wild to me. Icing. Icing. Icing, Icing on, on the cake. On the cake. A perfect podcast. A por- per- perfect podcast. A perfect failing podcast. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank so. Thank you, 72 followers. Thank you. 74, thank you. We've moved up in the world. Uh, so, in 1956, the 18-year-old Starkweather was introduced to 13-year-old Carol Ann Fugate by her older sister, who he had previously dated. So I feel like people were doing that. Yes. Back in the 50s. Well, we l- learned about in, in Kansas, uh, um, it was Dennis Rader, same thing happened to him. He was 
what, 17, 18, when he was introduced to tw- a 12-year-old, and they were like, you guys should date. Um, no. No. You shouldn't do Who, that. No. Yeah. Why is that a suggestion that yeah, people would I make? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but he dated his older sister and then moved on to a literal child. child. All right. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. Awful. Um, ouch. Uh, so he had dropped out of Lincoln High School his senior year and was working at Western Union Newspaper Warehouse. He sought employment there because the warehouse was located near Whittier Junior High School in Lincoln, where Fugate was a student. So he literally got a job next to the junior high school where she was at school. Because I need to watch you and make sure you're not interested in other boys that are your age. Given his working schedule, Starkweather began to visit Carol Ann Fugate every day after school. So he would be there when she get out of school as an 18-year-old man while she was 13. Yes. Uh, Starkweather Fugate, uh, Starkweather taught Fugate how to drive, and one day she crashed crashed his 1949 Ford into another car. However, Starkweather's father, Guy, was was the registered owner of the vehicle. He paid the damages, but argued with the son about it, and his, uh, having left his unlicensed girlfriend to drive. Refusing to condone his son's behavior, Guy banished Starkweather from the family home, so he kicked him out. Uh, that's some shit that my father would tell me about his father. Uh, and that's always why my mom argues with my dad, because my dad used to be like, I was doing shit at the age of 14. I was paying my rent, blah, blah. And she's like, yes, uh, your children don't have to do that. Period. Um, so, cause my dad just had to work through, work for his rent at the age of 14. It was like, your parents sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyways, so uh, the young man quit his job at that point, being kicked out of the house at the warehouse, and became a garbage collector for minimum wage. Uh, he began developing a nihilistic view of the world. Nihilistic. Nihilistic view of the world. Nihilistic. I like nihilistic better. Um, it's nihilistic. I don't care. Believing that his current situation was the final determinant of how he would live the rest of his life. So basically, he was like, all right. I got this. This is how my life is going to be unless I fucking change it. So uh, he uses time as uh, on the garbage route to begin plotting bank robberies. Good use of time, right? Yeah. So things aren't going my way. You know what I should do is let's rob a bank. Let's rob a fucking bank. Let's do it. Let's do that. Uh, he settled on his personal philosophy, philosophy by which he lived the remainder of his time. Dead people are all on the same level. So basically he was like, if you're dead... All We're people, all the same. All the other dead people are also dead. Everyone's dead. Uh, so now we get to our first murder. murder. A murder, you say? Yes. So late on November 30th of 1957, Starkweather became angry at Robert Colvert, who was a station, a service station attendant in Lincoln, for refusing to sell him a stuffed animal on credit. He got angry at him for a stuffed animal. Well, see, there's the problem, because why wasn't he just going to sell him the stuffed animal? Uh, The problem is, why are you trying to buy a stuffed animal anyways? Your underage girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She needs it. So All right. She can sleep. So, so she can sleep at night. She can sleep at night. Because she's a little baby. Oh, it's boy. really loud. 
So he returned several times during the night to purchase small items until finally he brandished a shotgun. Uh, he then forced Culvert to give him $100 from the till and then drove Culvert to a remote area where they struggled over a gun and then injuring Culvert before Starkweather killed him with a shot to the head. So basically he was like, I'm going to buy all these things because I'm nervous and then I'm going to fucking take money from you at gunpoint take you into a car, and then shoot you. And you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then on January 21st of 1958, Starkweather went to Fugate's home to get his girlfriend. Uh, Fugate's mother and stepfather, Velda and Marion Bartlett, told him to stay... Hold on, wait. There are two parental names here. Velda and Marianne. Marion. 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 Okay. Mar- Marion, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. You were excited for gays in Lincoln, Nebraska? I didn't think they were there. I was thinking they were less lesbians. Le- well, okay. Lesbians? Uh, gay los Los Uh No, we got Velda and Marion. Yes, Marion. Uh, so they told him to stay away. So what would anyone do when they say, go away? Uh, keep coming back. Oh, I would leave as a normal person, but sure. Uh, Not Charles. He fatally shot them and then strangled them and stabbed them to death. Uh, I'm sorry, stabbed their two-year-old daughter, Betty Jean, to death. Uh, He hid the bodies behind the house. Starkweather later said that Carol was there the entire time, but she later claims that when she arrived home uh, and Starkweather met her with a gun and said that her family was being held hostage. She said Starkweather told her that if she cooperated with him, her family would be safe, otherwise they would be killed. The pair remained in the house until shortly before police alert before the police arrived, who were alerted by Fugate's suspicious grandmother. Uh, they arrived on January 27th, so six days after they died. Uh, so they lived in this house for six days. And I was like, girl, he shot them and stabbed them. There's, I'm sure, blood everywhere. So that would mean that you would know that they're not just being held hostage. I don't know. That's just my take on that. Uh, Starkweather and Fugate drove to the farmhouse of 70-year-old August Meyer, one of her family's friends who lived in Bennett, Nebraska. Starkweather killed him with a shotgun blast to the head. He also killed Meyer's dog. Uh, okay, honey. The dog had nothing to do with this. Stop th- trying to blame the dog. That's me. I have heard lots of serial killer murder stories over the time of this podcast, 107 episodes now. Uh, but, man, why you gotta kill the fucking dog? Um, there was a woman in North, North, I think the Fifth Ward, North Houston, uh, last week. Ew. That was weird. Um, she was trying to shoot the neighbor's dog on her bike for some reason. And she only, she ended up shooting her own child. A five-year-old. I would like to say good, but that's not good. It's not good. No, it's not good. Nothing about that situation is good. But also, but don't shoot your neighbor's dog. Why the fuck do you have a gun on a bike ride? Seems like fun. <laughs> to kill yourself? Uh, I don't... This sounds... Also, why would you be shooting it towards your child 
if the dog is in that direction and also your child, that's not a great combo. You're a fucking moron. Yes. It sounds like there was some substances involved or you were just that stupid. I don't I don't know. It I, could be anything these days. I say substances involved uh very loosely because uh Ibuprofen I is a substance. Yes. I've worked so many customer service jobs that my friends have to remind me that everyone else is uh, below average, no, average intelligence, and I'm above average intelligence, so I just... Oh, we're being generous, are we? No, I mean, it's it's true. Um, so then you just have to, like, remind yourself that everyone else is just stupid. I think that that is a, a very... Um, generous. Slippery slope oh, okay. to a lot of people, because... I would agree with you on a lot of the fact, facts of that situation that generally I would think that you and I are probably smarter than a lot of people. Uh-huh. And the people we know are smarter than a lot of people. Uh-huh. But the same people that we're talking about think they're smarter than us. Yeah, that's well. Everybody thinks they're smarter than everybody else. But if you're going to take a gun on a bike ride... For whatever may happen, you're a moron. But also, why are you going to take it and shoot you're it? You're on a bike ride. What? Okay, so we're... Well, you first and I of are all, on a bike ride right now. Yes. First of all, I'm going to make this... Am I going to shoot a gun on somebody or run away? The answer is run away. Run away. You're on a fucking bike, so you can get away faster than you normally can. Second of all, uh, you're on a bike, so your aim is already terrible. Third of all, are you actually licensed? I'm going to assume probably not. Regardless of whether I'm licensed or not. It doesn't, it, correct. I have a gun with me on a no, bike No, no, you should not. The, I don't know. I agree with that there's a lot of stupidity there. Uh, anyways, so they killed the dog. Um, they did not. No, no, this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. The dog uh, was not Star- hurt at all. Starkweather killed the dog. Um, so as they were fleeing the area, the pair drove their car into mud and abandoned the vehicle. When Robert Jensen and Carol King, who are two local teenagers, stopped to give them a ride, Starkweather then forced him to drive back to an abandoned storm cellar in Bennett. Uh, he then shot Jensen in the back of the head and then attempted to rape King. Uh, but was unable to do so. He became angry with her and fatally shot her as well. Starkweather later admitted to... Because uh, he probably couldn't finish it himself. Yes. He's like, I can't rape you because I'm not hard. Yes, some stupid man shit. Uh, Starkweather later admitted shooting Jensen, but claimed that Fugate shot King. Uh, Fugate said that she had stayed in the car the entire time. The two fled uh, Bennett to Jensen's car. I'm sorry, in Jensen's car. So basically, he was like, yeah, I shot the guy, but she definitely shot the girl. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Starkweather and Fugate drove to a wealthy section of Lincoln where they entered the home of industrialist C. Lauer Ward and his wife, Clara. Starkweather stabbed their maid, Lillian Finchel, to death then waited for Lauer and Clara to uh, to return home. Starkweather killed the family dog by breaking its neck to keep it from alerting the wards. So he killed a second dog. <laughs> Honey, no. Uh, Clara arrived first alone and then was also stabbed to death. Starkweather later admitted to having thrown a knife at Clara, but insisted that Fugate had stabbed her norm- numerous times and killed her. So he's saying that Fugate was not 
captive this entire time and that she was assisting him with everything uh and this is 1950s 1960s so who's gonna get believed the girl they're gonna be like oh yeah the man totally did all of this uh but now we've learned that there are female serial killers out there so uh it's very possible so when lauer ward returned home that evening starkweather shot and killed him Starkweather and Fugate filled Ward's black 1956 Packard with stolen jewelry from the house and fled Nebraska. The murders of the Wards and Finchel caused an uproar with the land within the Lancaster County uh, community. Law enforcement agencies in the region sent their officers on a house-to-house search for the perpetrators. Uh, to live in such a small town like Lincoln in the 1950s, they can just go door-to-door and be like, hey, what's going on? You got any fugitives? Houston in the 1950s. They could have been doing the same thing. Houston 1970s. They could have been doing that for the fucking candy man. Mm. Mm. Anyways, the governor of Nebraska, Victor Emanuel Anderson, contacted the Nebraska National Guard and the Lincoln chief of police called for a block-by-block search of the city. After several sightings that were called about Starkweather and Fugate that were reported, the Lincoln police department was accused of incompetence for their un for being unable to capture the pair uh i don't like that statement because uh bitch there were probably false claims everywhere uh i mean the police are useless most of the time but knowing all the false claims that have happened in every story that we've had previously we we in the 1930s we heard about the uh the the baby that was gone uh Lindbergh. the Lindbergh baby uh, they had false claims everywhere across the country about the Lindbergh baby in the 1930s. So what do you imagine is happening in Lincoln, Nebraska? Everyone's like, I saw this person that looks suspicious. I saw this person that looks suspicious. So I don't like police, but the uh, we know that police are reactive and not proactive. So if they're trying to react to every single claim that's happening right now, it's not going to happen. So, uh, you know what story of a recent that I'm actually slightly... Um, not proud, but I I was happy with the outcome of was in um what in Florida uh, a twelve and fourteen year old uh, a twelve year old boy and a fourteen year old girl ran away from their uh, foster uh, home for multiple children, so it was like hundreds of children and they broke into a house and they found ak-47s and rifles and pistols and things and they fired at police and the police um didn't kill them did not kill them Hmm. um and and they put them in in custody i'm like that is not something i pictured no a 12 and 14 year old regard a person two people regardless of the age regardless of whatever if they shot a police would be dead yes normally yeah which is especially in fucking florida fucking wild that i would say that in 2021 but here we are we're in america so you wouldn't be killed for brandishing a weapon at police Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know if they just saw that. It, I'd like to say that it, I don't know if they saw that it was 12 and 14 year olds, but we have num- numerous stories of police shooting and killing children, children. 
uh, who had fake guns who were not even shooting at police or pretending to shoot at police or even showing their gun at police. They just had a fake gun on their back and got killed. Was it Tamir Rice? Uh, I mean, we've got a number of people here in the country who are... And I'm not sure of the ethnicity of the children, but the names seemed pretty white. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be the case. They were white children. They're like, oh, not don't kill them. They're shooting us. Volusia oh, County. Cute. I don't know where Volusia is. I don't is. know where that is either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I don't... Uh, I have little support for police. Just because my interaction with police have always been very... I know my are not anywhere close to what uh, any, you know, black or an indigenous person of color uh, has to deal with. But uh, mine has always been like, hey, this happened. I have this exact license plate and picture of the car that hit me. And the police are like, all right. We need more like, proof. Give us proof. Yeah, And I was like, they hit me. What are you going to do about it? And they're like, oh, I'll report it for you. Here's your police report. And I'm like, okay. We gonna you know contact the person that did this, and so I can get their insurance or whatever. And they were like, "No." So then, what was the point of me coming in to report this? Because it makes no sense. Uh, multiple situations. My drag bag got stolen out of someone's car, and they were just like, "Yep, can't take any fingerprints." And I was like, "Why? What? Why? What? Why? Yeah." So nonsense. It's all reactive, and they show up. Three hours later, and it's like, okay, so if someone was actually dying here, nothing would happen. When that one guy was threatening me and trying to break into my house and kill my dog and potentially hurt me, uh, it took them two hours to show up. Uh, next day, they he was actually coming to my house to do the same thing. And so I drove around the corner and with my dog and waited for police to arrive. Four hours. Four hours for them to show up. And I'm like, so if he had broken into my house when I called you and said this is an emergency... You would just said this is not an emergency line. They they asked me, "Is he in your house?" And I said, "No, but he's on his way." And they were like, "Okay, well, this is not an emergency. Call the non-emergency line." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So, police are useless. Anyways, so um oh, so needing a new car because of uh Ward's uh. Because Ward's Packard had been identified, according to the police at that point, uh, the couple came upon a traveling salesman named Merle Collinson sleeping in his Buick along the highway outside Douglas, Wyoming. After Collinson was awakened, he was fatally shot. Uh, Starkweather later accused Fugate of performing a tout de grace. Did I say that right? Tout de gras. Tout de gras. Uh, All of the fat. What? All of the fat. Coup de gras. It just said coup, 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 oh. coup. Okay. Coup de gras. Coup de gras. Uh, after a shotgun jammed, so uh, uh, a final like blow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Starkweather claimed that Fugate was the most trigger happy person that he had ever met. Fugate denied having killed anyone. So he, at this point, has claimed that she has killed three people, uh, but she's like, no, I didn't do any of this. Uh, the, the salesman car had a parking brake, which was something new to Starkweather, because uh, this is the beginning of the 60s. So they were like, oh, let's try seat belts. What would happen if we uh, cared about the people that were in the car? What if we put it, here's this weird thing. If the car just did not move when it's in neutral, hear me out. Parking brake. 
Uh, yeah, wild. Uh, so the did uh, you know that the Volvo company invented the three point seat belt, and uh, they didn't patent it because they believed that all people should be able to be saved from a car crash. Think the Swedes. They the did. Swedes. They didn't patent it because they thought that the car should keep them safe mm-hmm. without a seatbelt. No, they didn't patent it because they were like, cars are dangerous. People should have a device to keep them safe in it. Oh, so th- why didn't they patent it? That doesn't make any sense. They didn't patent it so anyone could use it. Oh. All right. Then everyone used it. And they did. And we still use the three-point seatbelt today. See, I would have patented it. <laughs> And you would have been a terrible, awful, horrible, stupid fucking bitch. Well, then everyone had to buy it for me. That's fine. And they would have paid money for it, and they wouldn't have done that. So what would they have done? Uh, X. <laughs> no. Stay in your seat. You're not going anywhere. Straight jacket. Oh, my God. Sometimes that fucking seatbelt, when I, like, turn over, like, lean, it's like, no, too fast. And I'm like, let go of me. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I can't believe that you're so ma rides. Ma rides. I don't wear my seatbelt. Just kidding. I always wear my seatbelt. I'm too scared. Shut sometimes, up, Donald. Sometimes I just drive in a parking lot and I still put my seatbelt on. Sometimes I am literally just packing my car up, seatbelt on. Sometimes I get into my car, realize I've forgotten something. I've already put my seatbelt on. And I and can't get, I out. get out. I can't get out. I'm stuck. I, I have to drive. I can't. Not drive when I have my sip belt on, right? Sip, slip belt, sip belt. Yeah. Um. So, parking brake was new. Uh. So he attempted to drive away, and the car stalled because the parking brake had not been released. He tried to restart the engine, and a passing motorist, uh, ge- geologist Joe Sprinkle, stopped to help. Oh, classic Joe. Sprinkle. Was it a light rain or just a uh, sprinkle? sprinkle. Uh, it was just a sprinkle. So Starkweather threatened him with a rifle, and an altercation ensued. At that moment, uh, Natrona County Sheriff Deputy William Romer arrived at the scene. Fugate ran to him, yelling something to the effect of, It's Starkweather! He's going to kill me! Uh, do do people, it! Do people in Nebraska sound like that? No. They do now. Uh, so Starkweather, Starkweather, he's gonna kill me. Starkweather drove off and was involved in a car chase with three officers. There is Natrona County Sheriff's Deputy William Romer, Douglas Police Chief Robert Ainsley, and Converse County Sheriff uh, Earl Heflin. Uh, those are the three that were following him and chasing him, exceeding speeds of 100 miles an hour. That's crazy. <coughs> Uh, a bullet was fired by Sheriff uh, Errol, or Errol, Earl, Earl, Earl Heflin, and shattered the windshield and flying glass cut Starkweather deep enough to cause bleeding. He stopped and surrendered. Uh, Converse County Sheriff Errol Heflin uh, said he thought that uh, the he thought that he was bleeding to death. That's why he stopped. That's the kind of yellow son of a bitch that he is. I don't know. Because he's dying. He's dying. He can't operate a vehicle anymore. He wasn't dying. It didn't cut deep. It didn't cut that deep. It was just a lot of blood because it cut enough to cause a lot of blood. So he had a panic attack. He thought that he was dying. um, Can't operate a vehicle anymore. That makes him a 
coward? I guess so. But also, what did you want him to do? Keep driving? Run the fucking uh, convertible off of a mountain? Who is this? Fucking Velman Louise? Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Working in that beer factory? Yes. Uh, so Starkweather chose to be extradited from Wyoming to Nebraska. He and Fugate arrived there late January 1958. He believed that either state would have executed him, uh, so it didn't really matter to him. He was not aware, however, at the time that the that Millward Wilson, Wilson Millward Simpson, who was Wyoming's governor at the time, opposed the death penalty. So if he had stayed in Wyoming, he could have avoided the death penalty. Uh, Starkweather first said that he had kidnapped Fugate and that she had nothing to do with the murders. However, he changed his story several times. He testified against her at her trial, saying that she was a willing participant. Fugate has always maintained that Starkweather was holding her hostage by threatening to kill her family and claiming that she was aware that they were already dead. Uh, unaware that she was that they were already dead. Judge Harry A. Spencer did not believe Hugate was held hostage by Starkweather as he determined that she had numerous opportunities to escape. So the judge was like, you could have left at any fucking point. So why didn't you? Uh, when Starkweather was first taken to the Nebraska penitentiary after his trial, he said that he believed that he was supposed to die. He said that if he was to be executed, then Fugate should be as well. Starkweather was convicted uh, for the murder of Jensen, which was the only murder for which he was tried. He was sentenced to death and executed by the electric chair at the Nebraska State Penitentiary in Lincoln, Nebraska at 12.04 a.m. on June 25th of 1957. Starkweather gave no words, but in a letter from prison to his parents, wrote, But Dad, I'm not real sorry for what I did, because for the first time, me and Carol have more fun. What a psychopath. Yep. Uh, following the execution, Starkweather was buried in uh, a cemetery in Lincoln where five of his, of his victims, including Mr. and Mrs. Carl Ward, lay as well. I don't know how I feel about a murderer living, not living, uh, being buried in the same cemetery that my murdered family would be living in. Yeah, no. Dying in, buried in. No. Uh, I, I'm not a, not, 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 not a fan of that. Uh, so Fugate, Carol Fugate was convicted, uh, as an accomplice and received a life sentence on November 21st of 1958. However, she was paroled in June of 1976 after serving 17 and a half years at the Nebraska Correctional Center for Women in York, Nebraska. And then she settled in Lansing, Michigan. And that's the last we've heard of Carol Fugate. So, mm -hmm. Carol, you bitch. Yeah. So I think that she was a uh, accomplice this entire time. I do not think that she was innocent in any of this because any uh, of those like um, mental facilities where you have a doctor and you have a nurse, and it's like the nurse only comes by to give you pills and not talk to you or anything like that. It's super easy to just be like. Did you do it? This is your life now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I'd be that, that doctor that's like, did you do it? Every day. I mean, like, see see if they have a slip up. Be like, hold on, I'm holding holding this little microphone that you don't see. Like, you do it? You okay? You all right? <laughs> I mean, I'll ask. I'd be like, did you wash your hair yesterday? And they'll always be like, Yeah. 
That doesn't sound very convincing. So tell me more. Did you kill so-and-so? Did you do it? I'd like to know. I made chicken nuggets. Was there salmonella? Smell the air. Smell tell, me it. Now, tell me what smell you know. It. Does it smell sticky? <laughs> oh, gosh. Stop talking about that. Oh. <laughs> I want to go to the movies. It's Ooh, so tasty. Uh, yeah. Vomit, sweat, cum, all of it just blended together. Popcorn. Oh, popcorn it. oil. Oh, yes. Oh, that was a good conversation that we had. That was mm-hmm. great. Anyways, uh, story's over. So we did it. Look at that. Small clock for me. Um, I would like to talk a little bit about. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff is the latest and greatest in all of the LGBTQ happenings and going ons from the past. Los GBDs. Los GBDs. The Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast will tell you about important events in our history, like. I mean, we're in Pride Month, so obviously Stonewall. Stonewall. Nobody uh, died. Dusty's going to bring you a book, and Chris is going to talk about... Um, gay stuff. Carly Rae Jepsen's Rise to Fame. So, some Something that happened during Pride Month, I guess. We appreciate you listening, honey. But also, take a check out of our, our daughter. She's very small. <laughs> She's very, very small. Tiny little woman. What's happening to <laughs> you? What? <laughs> I'm going through all our Yeah, you keep going. Keep going. Okay. I'm proud of you. Whatever. Um, a tiny little woman. She's a little baby. Little baby podcast. That's our Rupee podcast. podcast. Our Rupee podcast brings you the latest and greatest in uh, televised drag competitions. Uh-huh. Right now we're talking about Drag Race Down Under. Down Under. Down Under is talking about... Australia and New Zealand. Um, we got all season Kiwis. We've had a great uh, run so far. I'm super excited to see what we see from the uh, remaining queens. We've got some opinions and uh, rivals battles. Oh yes, Good absolutely. Lord. We um, Angies. So keep tuned to our Rupee podcast. That's our Rupee podcast at gmail.com. Our Rupee podcast on Facebook and Instagram and. You could also send us an email at ourworldworkers.com. Yep. Yep. You, you, you have one more. If you want to, do you want me to read it? No, I'm okay. going to do it. Okay. Because you're, you you're practicing it. Yeah. You obviously <laughs> if you, if you wanted to pop on over to that one and do that one for us. You, you don't could. Know how because I can't get there right now. I'm getting there. You can do whatever you want to. Celebrate Pride this June with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce Pride in Business event on June 24th, 2021. The Pride in Business event is a unique opportunity to celebrate the important role of LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the Greater Houston economy. The end, the event underscores how the LGBTQ Los GBDs. The LGBTQ plus and allied businesses community works with the broader business business community and the public officials to realize a better Houston. The event this year is also a celebration of the Chamber's milestone five-year anniversary. What to expect at this event? The Chamber will present an inaugural Pride in Business Awards 
which recognizes the contributions made by chamber members in building a more diverse and inclusive business community. You'll also hear from keynote speaker Louis Vega, who is the president of North America and vice president of government affairs and advocacy at Dow. Pride in Business is the only event in Houston focused on the LGBTQ plus business community during Pride Month. Reserve your spot now, or better yet, be a sponsor for the Pride in Business event held on June 24th, 2021 from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard. You can learn more at HoustonLGBTChamber.com forward slash 2021 PIB. Once again, celebrate Pride with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of in Pride and Business event on June 24th. Oh, is that it? Yum. Oh, yum. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with product work. If you're a company that needs help needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works, when we work, the Economy Works! Find out more about Economy Works at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. I love that. Very solo. Very solo. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. yes, honey. Well, we made it. We're back after a week off. So we've arrived. We've done it. We've done the RSVP podcasting. That's RSVP podcast at RSVP podcast.com. RSVP podcast at uh, Instagram. RSVP on face- Twitter. Uh, RSVP on Facebook. Uh, send us an email at RSVP podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, you guys already messaged me anyways. Just send me whatever you guys talk about. So. Do whatever you're going to do. Do whatever you do. You message directly to me, so... Why not? We we don't post anything. <laughs> we have. We have. We have done it. Uh, are we uh, doing it still? Not quite. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're listening, I'm very proud of you. You're part of our uh, failing podcast. So uh, thank you for doing that. <laughs> Should we tell them to? No, wait. No, I'm no longer pause. <clears throat> no. I'm just clearing my throat. No, I'm just doing it. Remember to get, get spoopy with, with it? Spoopy. Spoopy with it.